So we welcome you home. Hallelujah. Uh, our presiding elder is not around. He has to attend to some very important assignment at Sunyani. So currently as I speak, I believe he might also be standing uh, ministering the word of God at PIWC Sunyani. We pray that the grace of God will be sufficient unto him, that the purpose of the invitation shall be achieved. In Jesus' name, tell your brother or sister, we welcome you to the presence of the Lord. Today I was, you know, I hardly sleep, and uh, always my sleep is between 4.30 thereabout. And I was having a sweet dreams. And I nearly forgot that today was Sunday till my wife came to wake me up. That it's about time. And I pray that that sweet dreams be yours in Jesus' name. Actually, it's about a woman who, whose beginning was very bizarre. But in the dream, I was seeing her future. And the future was very, very bright. And I, could, I wish that I could see all that courtesy was of mommy. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I know it's a blessing that God has bestowed upon somebody in this room. And I pray that this blessing will come to pass. In the mighty name of Jesus. Throughout this whole year, it's given to us to really uh, be aware and know that we are armies, uh, we are the army of God to possess the nations. Hence, the team equipping the church as an army to possess the nations. Hallelujah. Uh, last week, I started with a tree and our elder uh, Amos introduced the topic, but I will continue from where he left. Amen. We want to read Ephesians. I want us all to project. Please kindly project it so that we all read together. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 8 to 8, verse 10 to 18, please. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 18. Let's all read. Finally,
God bless you. Say amen to that. Actually, when somebody is speaking and he gets to a point and tells you finally, then it means that what he's about saying is very, very important. It's a statement that needs to be consciously thought of and said to it that you observe all that he's saying there. So, Paul, in addressing the people of Ephesians, he said a whole lot of things which I don't want to go there. But he said, finally, be brothers, be strong. For somebody to tell you, brother, sister, be strong, then it means that there is something I heard. Either the thing is coming to shake your faith, it's coming to shake your foundation, which is your faith. It's something that is coming to disturb your whole system. Therefore, he will encourage you, brother, sister, be strong. And this morning, God said, I should come and tell you as soldiers, be strong. And look into the face of your brother, sister, him or her, brother, sister, be strong. Hallelujah. Why should we be strong? He said we are not fighting against flesh and blood, but against powers, principalities, forces in the atmosphere. Those are the forces we are fighting with. Yet, he, therefore, he said, be strong. They are not physical human beings that you can use physical strategy to combat. They are spiritual beings. And as spiritual beings, it will take spiritual strategies, spiritual weapons to fight it. If the fight is of the physical, then it's easier. I can assess if I can beat you. And if I can, I will hide some people. But this is a fight that you don't see the supposedly enemies who are battling you. So it make, makes our fight in the Lord so severe. But thanks be to God that we have God with us. He who is the Lord of hosts and whatever the battle is, I'm here to tell you the battle has been won already. When we talk about soldiers, soldiers are men and women who are well trained, organized to fight for a country. They have a main purpose and a main idea as they've been trained. And they have one responsibility that is to protect the territorial borders of the nations. They see to it that they will protect the nation from any external force and any internal forces. I quite remember during JJ's time when we were calling him a junior Jesus. By then we were because of where with the work my father did, we were at Roman Reach thereabout. 
And it happened that in the early hours of the day, dawn, we shouted, we started hearing gunshot. People shooting here and there. And my father, who also happened to be one of the trained uh, people, decided to also go out. So when he went out, so then that he realized that the very thing that they planned, that was the thing that was happening. So he has to get back. Though the policemen were dispatched to go and take action and things of that sort, but they couldn't control the system then. By then, that was when we were having kalabule and all sort of things. And people were doing all sort of things to dupe the system. So there wasn't order in the system. Everybody could do what you want. But the moment the military set in, there was order. So every soldier has to do a responsibility. That is to see to it that nobody comes from external to disturb the nation. And also, nobody disturbs the cohesion of the nation. The unity and the peace that the nation enjoys. So if there is something that a policeman could not fight, you see that they try to bring in the military. Because where well, for them, they, when they come in, there will be peace. Hello. And I'm here to tell somebody that God is recruiting all of us here to join his army. How were we recruited? The very moment you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, you have joined the armed forces of God. You have joined the military of God. The moment you're, that is why your name is registered in the book of life. And the devil also knows this fact. The devil knows that my name is written in the book of life. Your name is written in the book of life. And as a church, we are well-organized force for him. So the battle is not between the enemy and the world, but it's between the devil and the church. Hallelujah. Because we are recruited into the armed forces of God and our name is registered. Every detail about us is in there. Hallelujah. So the target is you. The target is the church as an organized force. Hallelujah. So uh, Paul was also telling them that the battle that we are fighting is not between flesh and blood, but against spiritual forces that our eyes cannot see. Hallelujah. One of the things that I want us to understand that as a church, as an organized military force of the church, uh, that's why the Bible or theologian refer to us as militant church. We are into war. If you are here and up to now you don't realize this fact that you are into war, I'm here to tell you that Christianity is war. Whether you like it or not, you can't be idle. 
The enemy is there to battle you. And it is your responsibility to stand up to the tax and, found and see that you also equip yourself adequately to be able to handle the battle. We are the soldiers of the living God. The battle that we fight, though it's not of the physical uh, aspect, it has, it's of the spiritual, but it has physical effect. Hallelujah. The battle that we fight, it has what? Physical effect. We are fighting spiritual battle that requires spiritual warriors. We are all warriors in this room. And as a warrior, you have to be abreast with the time and season that we are in. God is looking after and is looking forward for men and women who are really filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. Christians who are not carnal. Christians who have the Spirit of God in them. Christians who know their God and know how to invoke His power so that He can act on behalf of all humanity on earth. This year, it is my prayer that we all come to this level where we all turn into spiritual warriors. Hallelujah. We must all be what? Spiritual warriors. With one aim, that is to battle and fight all the evil that is going on in our land. Hallelujah. And also, we must also know that we have all it takes to be able to fight this battle that confronts us, the issues that confront our society and community. All has been known to us. It's not things that are new to us. But as we go on, we'll be highlighting an aspect of it and deal with it as we go along. And God needs men who can confront these issues on their needs. Hallelujah. And for us to do that, it requires discipline. Somebody say discipline. Soldiers are people who are well disciplined. They've been trained to be disciplined. Do before complain. You will never see a soldier taking instruction from any other person. You let a CDS call and give him a command until his boss give the orders, he will not respond. Hallelujah. Why? They are very disciplined to obey. They are very disciplined to listen. As Dr. Tete said last week, they are disciplined to listen to the commander who is ahead of them. And to us as a church, our first commander is our Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit that resides in us. Hello? The Holy Spirit in us is our first commander. And as a church and as an organized church, we have the executives of the church where our chairman 
Eric Nyamiche is our head. So when he gives command, we have no choice than to follow. Hallelujah. So if you are here and you think that you are complete, so whatever comes from the top, you will not listen and act on it, then you don't belong to this organized army of the Lord. But as an organized army of the Lord, yours is to listen to the voice of your boss. And in this room, God has also said to us, my area head is my commander. And as he commands, we follow. You don't say amen to that. Naturally, as, as human beings, nobody wants to be commanded. Yes, everybody wants to have his will. But if you are the child of God, you must know that obedience and listening to the voice of God is key to your success in life. As a pastor, I cannot be successful in my ministry or whatever if I go against my bosses. They are the commander in the rank that I operate. Hallelujah. And when it comes to the local level, we have commanders. In PIWC, I'm the commander. Whether you like it or not, until I leave this place, I am the commander. Ah, Abba, you are in the spirit. <laughs> Hallelujah. We, all the pastors do, take instruction and we command. When you listen, you will be blessed. And we have the presiding elders and the elders, the presbytery, that is also set before, uh, on you to be your commanders who will implement whatever they receive from above. So that chain of authority is there. So in the military, there are chains of what? Authority. When they say go, you go. Hallelujah. One time my father was telling me that when, you're, when, they, when there's an issue and there's the need to kill your mother, you have no choice than to kill. Though she is the one who gave birth to you. But once your mother has erred and the law has gotten grip of her, if your commander tells you kill, you have no choice. And that was that. You have no choice. Especially matters which are treasonable. You have no choice than to what? Kill. Though she is your mother. But in our case, we are not going to command anybody to kill her. Hallelujah. And also as an army, they always learn to improve. On the skills of war. You can't say that now there is no war, so we'll be with their idol. Go to Bodansi and all the Achiansi and all the rest. You see that always they are training because they don't know when any war will confront them. So always they are learning new things. So as a Christian, you must also be prepared to learn new things, to sharpen your brains. The reason why they go 
to do all those things is to dissolve some of the calories within them to make them smart. Hello. To make them very smart and to learn the act of handling some weapons. We have a lot of Christians in the, in, in the kingdom who has weapons in their hands, but they don't know to handle the weapons. Instead of fixing the weapon towards their enemies, they are rather fixing the weapon against themselves. We need to be trained. So if you are here, and all you do is to attack the church, to attack the leadership, to attack the, your brother or sister who is sitting by you, you don't qualify to be God's army. You have not yet started learning. You have not yet started recruit, uh, uh, being enrolled to that recruitment list. Hallelujah. As a Christian, you must know the weapon that you have. And as part of discipline, we must learn what we say endurance. Somebody say endurance. Tell your brother or sister, learn to be endurance. I'll learn to endure. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3 to 4. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. So one of the qualities of an, a soldier is to endure hardship. A good soldier endures hardship. A, a soldier who complains is not qualified to be a soldier. Hardly will you see a soldier, a military man complaining. No. He has been trained to learn how to endure. And sometimes at the field of battle, it could be that a strange bullet will hit him. But you will not see the soldier shouting. We have some of our security guys here. And they can best explain to you. You will not see them shouting and screaming. When they are hit by strange bullets. They are able to psych their, their mind. Say that they will be able to contain any pain that they found themselves. Why? A little shout will give them out to their enemies. And that is how a lot of Christians have tend to become. We are not able to endure the things that we go through. A little thing that we are shouting to the world. Yeah, me woo, me woo, me woo. Whereas you are still alive. Hello. So we've now seen Christians who are Christians who are rather complain than Christians who should endure hardship. And I want you to look into the face of your brother or sister and tell him, in this journey, there are times of hardship. When all those things come, all you need to do is to endure. Look into the face of your brother or sister and tell him, brother, endure to the end. The things that would like to remove you are many and numerous. Things that will want to discourage you in this journey are numerous. Things that will make you feel that you are not important are so numerous. We face these challenges every now and then. 
Our chairman is facing his level of issues. Area heads are facing DS. Our women directors are facing DS. I'm also facing mine. You dare not escape what you face. Everybody is going through. But as David said, the one who is pursuing you is that same person who is pursuing me. But here, here, with where I stay, God will protect us. So the issues can be numerous. Some in the point of you getting despair. However, God said I should tell you, as an army of Jesus Christ, endure to the end. He that endures wins. A soldier who flees from battle shall never win any victory to his nation. A soldier who flees from his fears and challenges can never uh, get uh, what murder. Right? It takes your endurance and your persistence to grow to instructions for you to be elevated. Sometimes when those challenges come, they come to elevate you. But you see that a Christian will flee away from it. Until you come back there, that elevation will not come. So sometimes when you are faced with challenges, brother, sister, endure. Endure. The verse 4 says that no man that entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who have chosen him to be a soldier. Obviously, we are all chosen by God and he marks us all the time. Anytime we come to the field, the field of life, he is marking us one by one, seeing our performance. Now, if you lack endurance, he will put you aside. Hallelujah. So endurance is part of our discipline. Philippians chapter 3 verse 12 to 14. He said, I don't mean to say that I have already achieved these things or that I have already reached perfection. But I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. Look into the face of your brother or sister and tell him, my colleague soldier, press on. No matter how difficult it is, press on. There is victory ahead of you. Hallelujah. And the reason why you must press on is that there is a perfect crown ahead waiting for you. There is a perfect crown awaiting for you. So, you need not be despair. Don't give up, but keep pressing on. Even if you have one leg, keep leaping. Hallelujah. Even if your system will not permit you, keep doing all the good things you need to do to get to the target. Hallelujah. There is perfection ahead of us.
and we shall attain that perfection. As God through Christ has attained us, we also have a goal to attain. Hallelujah. So he said what? I focus on the things, on one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. Every soldier who concentrates on the pains, the worries of the past cannot go forward. If you want to go forward in life, forget about the past. Tomorrow is gone. Don't dwell on it. All the pains and the things you went through doesn't mean that you go through it again. Hallelujah. They are, you've been through all these things so that you can be matured due to your endurance to make you matured mentally, physically, and spiritually. And also to give you that sort of experience that you can also carry others along. That is why every soldier is a leader. Hallelujah. So that you can also carry others along. Hallelujah. So, brother, sister, if you are going through something, I want you to tell whatever you go through now, don't dwell on the pain. I mean, whatever I go through in life, what I try to do is to ask God, what do you want me to learn from this? Whether good or bad, there is something to be learned as a soldier. The reason why the enemies were able to get us, why, how, and when did we uh, 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 miss our priorities? Hallelujah. You should be able to ask yourself these questions and then learn the lessons that there is. Hallelujah. So Paul said for him, he's pressing on to reach the end of the race. It's not the one who just ran that attains the reward. But he who gets to his target. In every race, there is a rope. There is a mark. Until you run past that mark, you are not rewarded. We have one mark. And that one mark is when Jesus Christ shall come and take us home. Hallelujah. Until Christ come and take you home, you have not finished your reign. And you must continue to do what? Press on. Until you attain that victory. There is a crown waiting for you. Look into the face of your brother and tell him there is a prize for you. So as a soldier run. And also as a soldier, you need each other. I need you. You also need me. As a soldier, you need me. I also do what? Need you badly. We all need each other. In the front of war, there are so many things that goes on. The focus is the devil, but at the same time, you are mindful of protecting the group. Isn't it? So the formation by which they move, they don't just move in the field of war. As they move, they know that Perchance the enemy can pass through some logo logo way and come and be behind. So they try to 
uh, positioned themselves said that some will also be looking elsewhere whilst they move ahead. So that when the enemy comes back, uh, gets to their rear, they, they are there to alert the rest and they fight. Hallelujah. But if you are in the military and you are not concerned about the brother, but you are concerned about your own self, by the time you realize, the strange bullets will hit all of you and kill you. So every organized military where there is selfishness, they die. Hello? So in the military, we need each other. And we've been watching the film. It could be that a strange bullet will hit one. They will never leave that person to die there. As they advance, others will also see to it that they carry their brother. Comfort him. Give him the needed tools that they need. A tool he needs so that he can also fight. And even when it becomes worse, they will give him some of the armory just to uh, uh, fight. Hallelujah. To protect his life. Whereas the others advance to battle the devil. So in every army, they need each other. Hallelujah. So when we come to the church, we need to collaborate with each other. As a church, you need to collaborate with the leadership. The leadership also have to be there for you. Hello? It is only in that that we will win. One among ourselves, we should be each other keeper. Hello? Don't see something going wrong in the life of your brother and sister. And so, you are not a good soldier. The Bible says those who are strong should see to it that they help those who are weak up. Hallelujah. So we must have this mindset that we are, here, we are there for each other. Nobody is independent of his neighbor. I need you. You also need me. And even as a nation, that is why we have ECOWAS and all these things. Just to unify, how do we call it? The, the friendship. So that in case somebody is coming from somewhere, they, they, they are there to help each other combat that enemy. So we need each other. Look into the face of your brother. Tell him, brother, sister, I need you. Hallelujah. For me to succeed, I need you. For you to succeed, you also need me. And somebody whom you, you rely on. You don't destroy that person. Let's learn to defend each other. Painfully, sometimes you hear some things and you marvel. How I'm not saying above for him the Enkele or Sean or can use like a few example. Hallelujah. That my brother above power. Then I will go and sit with my brother uh, elder Okuno. Uh, then I will be labasting above. I will be talking about him as if he is not even human being on it. Then when you come to church, you think that you can hold your hand and pray to fight that devil. 
overcome you? Are you seeing our problems now? Always, you don't see anything good about above. I don't see anything good about above. All I see is the negative. And when I come to my brother, this man, oh, I'm fino. He's the worst person. And you think that we can advance and conquer? Brother, sister, if somebody who is a member here comes to you and he's talking about somebody, tell that person plain to his face. Don't be the enemy within. Until we learn to fight the enemies within, we cannot fight the enemy outside. This is the challenge of, of Christians. Last, I was watching uh, 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 this thing and somebody sent some. A pastor who said he's buffing some people. And if you see how people were lambasting pastors. Meanwhile, that thing is not true. It's an act. And they just copied that portion and just put it on the media. And Christians... Even on our page in PIWC, I saw it and I laugh. If you see how people were busting Christians, hey, have you seen any Muslim? Fighting against his colleague Muslim in the media before. Have you seen it before? Why do we do this evil to ourselves? Am I talking to somebody? Christians, I'm beginning to believe that Christians are the most divided entity in the world. We shouldn't be. We must stay together as one people, demonstrate true love, Know the power that we have to be able to conquer this world. There will be an issue in the nation that Christians must address. You see some session going here, others go here. So politicians will also come within and start creating confusion. Because this person feels that I'm NDC. This also person feels that he's an MPP. Why do we allow politicians to divide us? If we are Christians, let's be Christians. And we think with that we can fight the battle and win. No. Read the Old Testament. All the leaders, Christian leaders, all the uh, uh, godly leaders were people who don't fear to talk if there is evil on the land. And now we massage it. We want to be in the good books. Be in the good books. And think if you can possess the nation. Where there is evil, as Christians, let's talk against it. Let's talk against it. Hello? I can belong to MPP. But that doesn't mean that 
if I'm MPP man and MPP is fooling, I should support them. I will talk against it. I can be crumized. I can be NDC. But if you do things which is not right, I will tell you at your face. Uh, when uh, our that, uh, minister, your, your voting man, uh, Osla came around. I told him, uh, her plane. Come to us when we also have need. I told her plain, plain. Mr. Roy said, Let's speak the truth. Hallelujah. I know we have media men here. Is that? The NDC. And they won't come here because they know. Let's go. Have you seen them coming here before? They won't come because they know. Hello. Mm. So let's stand as what an army. I'm not saying I'm MPP. I'm not. I don't belong to any party. I belong to the party of Jesus Christ. That is why I'm bold to say the things that I'm saying. Hallelujah. Uh, you see, you lazy. Hey, some Christians say, hey, yeah, we must say, we don't. Hallelujah. The next thing that we have to be watchful of is that apart from all that I said, as the army of Christ, we have one purpose. Our purpose is to possess and capture the mind and souls of men. Hallelujah. That is all. The devil, the enemy, has really captured people's mind. And he leads them to do things that are not supposed to be done. And as Christian soldiers who are called, we, our purpose is to war against the works of the devil with a purpose to transform and possess the heart and mind of humanity based on the power of the Holy Ghost. So as you live here, it is my prayer that this purpose will be your goal. In your offices, wherever you find yourself, know that you are an army there to possess the mind of the people. May it be said about you because of you, nobody will do evil. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid of the attacks. Attacks need the Abeba, but want to know. Hallelujah. Mm. I will talk about this few things. I will not go far. Then we pray. Know the enemy. Tell your brother or sister, know the enemy. In Ephesians that we read 6.12, he said, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers and darkness of the world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. When you read Ephesians, uh, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 2, it also says it in a way, which is the forces that is ruling now. Is that the devil is the prince of the power of the air. He operates 
in the atmosphere around us. He battles to defeat our faith. Somebody should reproject it for me. The version that I'm reading here. Yes. In which you used to live when you follow the ways of this world and of the rulers of the kingdom of the air. The rulers of the kingdom of the air. The spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. If there is any force for every Christian to battle, is this force. And I want you to take note of it. If there is any war every Christian in this world should battle with, is this force. Some version says that the prince of the powers of the air. Hallelujah. It is this demon that controls everything we see on this planet earth. Any matter you see, it is this force. People who are disobedient and they are not uh, 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 subjective to any law and they do things anyhow, it is law. If your children are stubborn and they don't want to listen to you, it is law. It is this kind of demon. This demon controls economic powers. The economic power, political power, and whatever. Look at the promises our leaders have been giving us. The very moment they get our nod and they sit there, as if something has vibrated from their mind. It is because of this demon. He is the force that controls everything we see on this earth. And he exists before the very moment they fell. Hallelujah. And if you read Daniel chapter 10, verse 12, 14, and 20. Let me read, let's go. Then said he unto me, fear not. Tell your brother or sisters, fear not. From, from the first day, thou, thou settest thy time heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God. Thy word were heard. Somebody says thy word was heard. And I am come for thy word. Listen to the 13. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. The moment Daniel went on his knees to pray, the Bible said that God has already listened. And God was ready to bring down the result. But this force withstood the angel. And he said, the prince of the power of what? Patia. We also have those forces of Ghana. And that is where Jesus said in his word, when you look at uh, 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 the gospels, he said, the prince of the world is coming. But his nothing can be found in me. The prince of the world is coming. But his nothing can be found in me. John 14 verse 30. Hallelujah. The prince of this pressure withheld the angel that was bringing the result. Until Michael, one of the chief priests, was an angel of God. 
came to help me. And I remained there for the kings of Persia. Now I'm come to make thee understand. So it was after Michael went and battled with that prince of Persia that the result came. This morning in the name of Jesus, if any solution, any result of somebody in this room is withheld by this prince of the world, the prince of the air, we dispatch the angelic host, the angel Michael to battle on our behalf in the name of Jesus Christ. Any form of setback that is trying to rule you, setback is battling you. You are doing all that you can. But it's like you are not going forward. It might meet the result of this prince of the power of the earth. And we speak against that force. In the name of Jesus. And we declare war against those forces. In the name of Jesus. It is those forces that, that, that what battles against families. So there's a nice ladies. Nine nice ladies in the church. Nine nice ladies in the family. But marriage has allured them. Young, young guys, but they are fighting hard to become somebody. But it's like as they work, as if somebody has uh, created holes in their pocket. To this morning, in the name of Jesus, even as we speak, may that story change in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So as we pray, we are going to battle against this prince of the powers of the air. Until you battle with him, you cannot be free. He is the one that operates everywhere. Anything you see in our institution, right from the presidency to wherever, it is that force that is operating. They have good minds, but they can't use their brains. There is forces that is battling. And until we invoke the power of God in your family, in your life, but I'm here to tell you, God has given us the victory. Let's be on our feet. Let's be on our feet. Let's be on our feet. John 14, 30 says, Hereafter, I will not talk much with you. Jesus talking. For the prince of the world cometh, and his nothing is in me. I pray that nothing of that sort will be found Jesus in us. Any Jesus. sin be found in us. And in John, 1 John chapter 3 verse 8, he said that the last statement, he said, for this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. For this reason Jesus Christ came to destroy the works of this prince of the power of the air. We have Jesus with us. And as you lift up your hands, begin to battle right now. Pray. I want you to pray. Begin to pray. Open your mouth and pray. Begin to pray and war against this demon. This demon, war against him. It is that same demon that is fighting against our jobs, fighting against finances of nations, individuals, anything you can think of.
Father, sometimes it is that same spirit that is behind Sakawa and all these battles that we see reveal them to us and all these occultic forces that we are people into getting rich begin to battle this force in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth Father we come against in the force of darkness in the name of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus, wherever they are, we come against them in the atmosphere. Wherever they are, Father, we lose their grip right now in the name of Jesus. We destroy in the name of Jesus. And it is sad at the mention of the name of Jesus. Every knee shall fall, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Every, every, every power of the priests of the earth, we command you to fall in the name of Jesus. We command you to fall in the name of Jesus. We command you to fall in the name of Jesus. We command you to fall. In the name of Jesus, we destroy in the name of Jesus. You have no authority over our children. You have no authority over our finances. You have no authority over our lives. You have no authority over anything of us. You have no authority in the western world. You call out the authority whatsoever for this reason, Jesus Christ, to destroy your world in the name of Jesus. We destroy all your works. In the name of Jesus, we destroy all your works. We destroy the grief over the presidency. We destroy the grief over the ministries. We destroy the grief over the political scene. In the name of Jesus, we dismantle all your power. We dismantle all your grief. In the name of Jesus, we destroy the name of Jesus. We are praying again. Whatever is disturbing your peace, Jesus. It is this force that is behind it. Jesus. And I want you to speak against that force. Jesus. That yea, you the prince of the power of the earth. You can no longer disturb my peace. Yes, Lord. For in liberty and freedom Jesus. was I called. Jesus. For Jesus' sake, I'm free. Yes, Lord. Therefore, you have no authority to disturb my peace. You have no authority Jesus. to disturb my children. Jesus. You have no authority to disturb my finances. Yes, Lord. You have no authority to disturb my, 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 my wife, Jesus. my kids. Right. And whatever you see, a very nice marriage, they are jelling together. Then, all of a sudden, misunderstanding the husband will not understand oh the wife, God. the wife will not understand the husband. Ah, and you think it is free, ah. you think it is something just like that. There is this prince of the power of the air fighting against the marriage, and you have to redeem, 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 redeem. And also, we will pray whatever we have prayed about. 
and is hanging in the air. That's right. As a result of this force, that's right. We break that force. Yes, Lord. And we ask that God, whatever we have covenanted with Him, Jesus, whatever we have prayed about, Jesus. may it be released unto Jesus. us now. And as you pray, there is a miracle. As you pray, there will be a miracle. In the mighty name of Jesus, begin to fire up right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. You pray a last prayer. Tell God, God, release Angel Michael. May I believe in the administration of angels? Uh, may I believe? Because the Bible said God has assigned them to minister unto me. You may not believe it, I believe it. And that is your faith. Belief. I've seen them working in my life. They've revealed themselves to me severally. And I know and believe that they are there to minister unto me. So today, as you pray and ask God in the name of Jesus, Father, release your ministry angels to minister unto me right now. Minister unto me right now. Minister unto me. Mention the issue. If it's about job, if it's about finances, tell God in the name of Jesus. Release your ministry angels to minister this specific need in the name of Jesus. Ministry angels, oh God. Father, release them. In the name of Jesus, we employ the service of your ministry angels over our land in the name of Jesus. Maracas in the sea. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.
forever in Jesus. I pray in the name of Jesus for you that every activities and assignment of this prince of the power of the air seizes right now by the reason of the blood in the name of Jesus. We bring all their authority and their powers, their influence over your life to nothing in the name of Jesus. And we raise and invoke the resurrection power over your life. That the resurrection power of Jesus Christ will be active to war on your behalf. In the name of Jesus Christ. We declare you free from any torment, from any form of disturbance in your life in the name of Jesus. And we declare right now by the power of the resurrection that may the ministry angels of Jehovah God be released into your life to minister unto you according to your needs in this month. In the name of Jesus, receive the ministration. In the name of Jesus, in your finances, in your job, in your family, in your marriage. In the name of Jesus Christ, may they be active in your life. And may they bring the needed victory that you deserve. In the name of Jesus, even as you set your heart to worship the Lord in truth, and in faith, may Jehovah God release and dispatch his heavenly host unto you to battle all your enemies and to give you the needed victory. You are victorious in Jesus' mighty name. For little children, you have overcome the world. For he that dwelleth in you is greater than the one in the world. You are greater than the one in the world. You are greater than the one in your world. You are greater than the one in the world. You shall never be brought down, but you always hold your chest and your forehead high because of the unction of the living God upon your life. God bless you. Amen. Amen.